Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. There are times in life when one decision, one action can change everything. On the positive side, we can make a very good choice, a very good decision. We can act in a very good way, and it can uh, affect, reverberate down through multiple generations. On the other hand, in the negative, one bad choice, one wrong act can potentially affect, again, multiple generations. That is kind of scary to me. Sadly, that's the subject of today's podcast, that bad decision, that bad choice. But before we get to that, let's talk about the good news, and it's this. In the beginning, God created everything, and he said it was good. And that included uh, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve were created in God's image. That includes the fact that they could think rationally, they could uh, feel emotions, they could interact uh, with each other uh, on an intellectual level, they could... uh, uh, have a connection to, an interaction with Almighty God in God's image. Also, they were created sinless. Chapter 2 of Genesis verse 25 says, The man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. In other words, uh, he was saying that there was an innocence there. There was a, they were sinless, created in God's image. And they were placed in a in a perfect environment. God um, planted that garden and God put them in in the garden. Verse 15 says, the Lord God of chapter 2, the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to cultivate it and to keep it. And that was a beautiful situation, a perfect situation, a, a, a situation where he had all that he needed. God gave them a beautiful place and a beautiful situation and a relationship with Him. That's that's the good news. And He demonstrated His love in that relationship with them. But He also demonstrated His sovereignty and holiness and holiness in giving them boundaries. Chapter 2, verse 16 says, The Lord God commanded the man, saying, From any tree of the garden you may eat freely, but... From the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat from it you will surely die. God was very clear. Uh, God is in control here. God is sovereign. God is over them. And God is holy. He's separate. And He has a standard of holiness. And that's demonstrated in drawing the boundary around the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He said, you've got all these other trees. Eat freely. Go for it. Enjoy yourself. Sustain yourself. But there's one tree that you cannot eat from it. And in that, God demonstrated His desire for their willing, obedient love. In the fact that they had, and He gave them the ability to choose to obey. You see, um, God didn't just create puppets on the uh, string. And He did not uh, just demand 
a relationship with him and demand their their love in return. He gave them the opportunity to act on that. Jesus said, if you love me, obey me. And in their obedience, staying away from the tree of good and knowledge, the knowledge of good and evil, staying away from that would demonstrate their loving obedience to God. And it would uh, and it would give back to God that love, that relationship and that he and his and his love uh, permitted or allowed or made possible. But you may know the rest of the story. Enter Satan, chapter three, verse one. Now Satan was more. Now the serpent, rather, was more crafty than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Now this serpent, uh, and and the word there it could be serpent, it could be uh, reptile, it could be dragon. Uh, it was an upright reptile uh, of some type. And translated in the English here, serpent, that was more crafty than any beast of the field. Now, uh, what happened here, and it's obvious from multiple scriptures uh, in the New Testament, that uh, Satan was in this serpent, that Satan entered this reptile. And that's why I said he was more crafty than any beast of the field. Satan comes in the form of this this reptile. and And he said... To the woman, he said to Eve, Indeed, indeed, has God said, You shall not eat from any tree of the garden. So here he comes. He is enticing Eve to question God. Oh, you know, did God really say that? Uh, can you believe that? That's kind of the whole tone there of that question. Indeed. Has God really said, can, can you believe it? Did God actually say you can't eat of that, that tree? The woman said to the serpent, from the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat. But from the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden, God has said you shall not eat from it or touch it or you will die. Eve's initial response uh, actually was potentially the first lie. Because she did say that God said you can't eat from it, and he did. He said that. And she did say if you do eat, um, you will die, and God did say that. But she said, or touch it. Now, where did that come from? That is not recorded in the inspired scriptures. It is not recorded that God said that. So she's already on on a bad path here. Verses 4 and 5, we find uh, Satan directly directly disputing what God has has said. Listen to verse 4. The serpent said to the woman, you surely will not die. In other words, God's lying. God doesn't know what he's talking about. You will not die. For God knows that in the day you eat from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. See, God God knows that you're going to, if you eat it, you're going to be equal to Him. You're going to be just like Him. You're going to be God. You're going to be the center of this universe. And by the way, this is the fellow that, uh, that rose up, the created being, a formerly an angel of light, the created being that rose up and said, I will take God's place. And obviously, the created being could not take the Creator's place. And he was, he was expelled from heaven along with a third of the angelic hosts. So, uh, but, you know, he's, he's angry, he's mad, he's deceptive, and he is taking this woman who has been sinless and has been in a state of innocence, and, and the scriptures say that Eve was deceived. 
the scriptures say Eve was deceived, and he deceives her. And, and in directly disputing what God said, he put his truth out there. And I put truth in, in quotation marks. You see, we live in a day where there's your truth and there's that truth and there's my truth. And, and actually that eliminates truth because there can't be uh, um, multiple truths there. It's, it's either uh, true or it's not true. And Satan has been doing this all the way back from, from there in the Garden of Eden. So in verse 6, the scripture says this, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was delight to the eyes and that the tree was desirable to make one wise, she took from its fruit and ate and she gave also to her husband with her and he ate. So Eve is deceived. She distrusts God. She acts in disobedience. Uh, 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 Dr. John MacArthur says this, Eve sinned before she ever ate the fruit. She sinned before she ever actually took that fruit and ate it. There was something that was going on in her heart, and she sinned. And old absent Adam, you know, where was Adam in all of this? Uh, where did, why didn't Adam speak up? Why wasn't Adam um, uh, forceful there and stepping up to the plate and saying, we can't do this? Absent Adam actually uh, directly disobeys, deliberately disobeys God, and he eats right along with his wife. And now comes the even worse news, and it is this, the consequences of their sin. And I'm not going to read all of it, but verses 7 to 24, the rest of the chapter in chapter 3, lays, lays it out. But uh, the last part of verse 7 says that, uh, let me just read 7. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked. See, they lost their innocence. And they lost their sinlessness. And it says, they sewed fig, le fig leaves together and made themselves loin uh, coverings. And so uh, they did what the human race has been doing ever since. You know, they're making up their own covering of their sin. They, they made up their own covering. They tried to make themselves righteous. They tried to make themselves right in, in sewing the fig leaves together. And, and uh, men always, that's what religion is, apart from a relationship with the Lord. It's men trying to uh, somehow or the other make themselves God or make themselves good enough for God, and it can never, ever happen. God, obviously, as you know, came walking in the garden and he said, Adam, where are you? And he didn't ask that question because he didn't know. He asked the question to cause Adam to respond. And Adam said, we hid ourselves from God because we were naked and God said why why who told you you were naked have have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat and obviously he did and Adam blame shifts he says the he says God you're at fault because it's the woman that you get you gave me that caused me to eat and the woman said it's the serpent that deceived me and I ate the blame shifting just went on and on they didn't repent at that point they didn't take responsibility for their action for their sin and that's what man has been doing since the garden and all of human history. But God says, because you've done this, and he's speaking to the serpent now, you're cursed more than all the cattle and all the beasts of the field. On your belly you'll go and dust you'll eat all the days of your life. <coughs> and then he speaks to the woman, I'll greatly multiply your pain in childbirth. Now childbirth is not the curse, but it's the extra pain in childbirth. And, and, and he says, in pain you'll bring forth children, your desire will be for your husband, he'll rule over you. And, and that's not a good thing there. Um, uh, she's going to desire to take first place, he's going to um, rule over her in an authoritarian, bad way. That's part of the curse. And it's been happening ever since the beginning of time. 
many consequences came because of their sin that day. The Bible says that <clears throat> through Adam, uh, all of us sin. The whole human race is, is drawn into sin. And it says that because of that, death came. Uh, because of that sin, death was not a part of the picture originally, but death is a consequence of sin. And everything that you see in this world today, all of the disease, all of the heartache, the brokenness, the pain, the sorrow, um, all of the uh, bad events, uh, everything that, that goes on in this world today that's bad is a direct result of the consequence of man's sin. All of creation groans, uh, Romans 8 says, uh, and, and all of created beings groan looking to get out from under this curse and one day we will. And I am glad to say that I do not have to leave us with this bad news. There is good news embedded, very good news embedded in this bad news. And we're going to look at that on the next podcast. I hope that you will stay tuned. Until then, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.